0: Hello and welcome back. This is Davis, your host for this episode of the COM 122 podcast. Today it will be just me doing the monologue. Now that you understand some of the questions commonly explored in media industry studies, I will take you back in history to the roots of this blooming area of communication studies. The analysis of media industries has always been part of academic, corporate, and government research concerned with media power and influence on culture and societies around the world. Media industry studies have actually flourished in times of dramatic technological and sociopolitical changes like the ones we live in today when new media technologies seem to act as catalytic forces in the spread of propaganda and misinformation, the boom and recession of markets, and the instigation of political upheaval and social change. The first generation of media industry studies can be traced back to the 1920s and 30s and to the beginnings of mass distribution of films and broadcasting radio in the U.S., For instance, the Payne Fund studies of 1929 and 1932 examined the potential negative effects of films on children and proposed an industrial solution through the creation of moral guidelines for the film industry. Following this tradition, American social scientists Paul Lazarsfeld and Robert Merton developed a great deal of media industry research to better understand the effects of mass media, radio and newspapers in particular, on voters and consumer behavior. These early studies are commonly identified as the administrative research tradition of media studies because their purpose was to advance industry knowledge on the audience and to use it with strategic purposes, namely to win elections and sell consumer products. But the World War II era and its aftermath brought about new perspectives on media industry research. Here in the U.S. and across the Atlantic in Europe, social scientists and thinkers were shocked by the use of broadcasting radio and film to spread Nazi propaganda and hateful ideas that fueled the war. A group of scholars of the Institute of Social Research in Frankfurt articulated probably the most influential critique of mass media and mass culture of this era in the Bub Dialectic of Enlightenment. In this book, Theodore Adorno and Max Horkheimer, leading members of the Frankfurt School, coined the term culture industry to describe the vertical, oligopolistic structure of 20th century mass cultures generated by the industrial production, distribution, and consumption of entertainment and news. The term culture industry was preferred over the concept of mass culture to reject the notion that this type of media content was a modern form of popular art. On the contrary, mass media content was the outcome of industrialized production, marketing, and sales used to persuade mass audiences. Drawing parallels between mass media operations under the Nazi government in Germany and by private corporations in North America, Adorno and Horkheimer argued that the function of the culture industry here and there was the same, the production of standardized cultural goods and repetitive messages to promote passivity, social control, and consumerism among the masses. As you can imagine, this was a very radical critique of American mass media culture back then. Now, something very interesting is that a lot of their work was developed here in the U.S. They and a group of mostly Jewish scholars of the Frankfurt School left Nazi Germany and came to the U.S. bringing the critical theory they espoused. They were welcomed by Paul Lazarsfeld and others and worked at Columbia University and many other prestigious universities around the country. Adorno and Horkheimer challenged the then-dominant administrative view of media research and set the foundations of critical perspective of media industries, which investigates media institutions as capitalist agents of domination and reproduction of consumer culture. By the way, at this point, I'd be curious to know where you stand in these debates. Do you think that media industries always reinforce mainstream, dominant ideas of the most powerful groups? Or can the media challenge and change the dominant ideology of our times? Can you think of how your values, beliefs, and personal preferences are influenced by the media content you consume? Keep this question in mind as we move to the next episode on Media and Dominant Ideology.